Welcome to the Security in 5 podcast. I'm Drew, the Binary Blogger. This is a short program that brings you security news, tips, advice, and opinions in the area of information, IT, and general security in about five minutes. Quick to listen to, easy to understand. The more aware you are, the more secure you can be. This is Security in 5. Thanks for listening. Episode 389 of Security in 5, and tis the season of home IT inventory. And I've mentioned this in prior podcast episodes of of a good practice to do for your home IT inventory, but this is the season, this is the time of year that you might have some free time, some days off of work to go ahead and do this particular home practice, this housekeeping, uh, so to speak, because you need to know what's going on within your network. And as these devices get more and more internet enabled, more and more things get added to your network, you need to keep track of what's on there. More importantly, review it from time to time to see what shouldn't be on there or shouldn't be on the network. And the only way to do that is to have a central inventory so that you can cross-reference and and, uh, correlate it back to say, okay, this is legitimate, this is not. So how do you go about creating a home IT inventory? I would say start with your home router, your Wi-Fi router. Chances are you have a, a Wi-Fi router sitting near your egress point or where your internet comes into your home. And with that is a good place to start because if it's internet enabled, it's going to be going through your router. So log into your router's configuration uh, admin console, your GUI. And if you don't know how to do that, figure out how to do that. Um, And while you're in there, go ahead and make sure that you're running the latest firmware and uh, patch your router. But we'll have an episode on that tomorrow. And then what you do is go into your configuration or into your administration, and it varies from from router to router. So I know um, Netgear's GUI is a little bit different than Linksys versus Asus, but somewhere in that administration console, you're going to be looking for something called attached devices or connected devices. And what that will do is will tell you every device that is active, that has an IP address, and is on the network. Um, at any one given time. Now, depending on the capability or the power of your router, you're going to see different types of information about your uh, devices on there. And some may be a little more easily identifiable than others. And what I mean by that is you're going to see the IP address, which is just the IP address that the router assigned to it. You're going to see the MAC address. Now, the MAC address is the unique identifier of the network interface on your network. And thirdly, if it can, it's going to resolve the name or the, or the, the identifiable name um, binary blogger PC, home Mac, DVR1, you know, something that, that references it to be a real uh, device to make it more understandable. Some devices might give that up. Some devices may not have one at all. It's not required. Um, the router might not be able to do that to resolve that. And this is where kind of the, the, the homework comes into the next step to make sure that your inventory is accurate as possible. So the one thing you should do is get a piece of paper um, or print off that list, but ultimately get, get, get a piece of paper, printed or written or otherwise, of all the MAC addresses. And if you have the uh, resolve names, you'll need those too. But what you want to do then is identify them to the actual devices, whatever you want to call them. Now for the devices that don't have um, resolve names, um, older devices, DVRs, things like that, what you can do is through process of elimination, you can figure that out. Otherwise, you can go on to the devices themselves. For example, uh, Apple TV. Apple TV may or may not give up um, that it's called Apple TV, depending on the router. I've had it show up on one router, but not on the other. But in the Apple TV, and in fact, in every single internet-connected device with some type of a GUI, whether it's a PlayStation, an Xbox, Apple TV, your Kindle, whatever, when you go into the network configurations of that device, it will show you the IP address, but it will also show you the MAC address 
of that device. And then you take that MAC address number and you go over to your router configuration and go, yep, it's on the network. And you do that for each and every one of the device. It's kind of a tedious task, but it does a couple of things. One, it guarantees you a good inventory. But number two, it also helps you learn about your devices, learn how to use them, where to find information, how to navigate some of the menus. I'm pretty sure a lot of those um, devices you haven't gone through at that level, the administration level to find that. Even say you're, you're, if you have a smart TV, you set up the network once, have you gone back in there to take a look at some of the deeper configurations once you got the new TV online a year ago? Probably not. This is another good example to get in there and, and be fresh with, with how to use your devices deeper. And then what you do is you just correlate that up and you'll have that master spreadsheet. Now the MAC address won't change over time uh, for each device. IP addresses will change, names might come and go, but the MAC addresses should remain static for the life of that device. And then when you go in there and do your quarterly audits of your, of your router, if you're in there bored and want to see what's connected, you can go in there and look and go, okay, okay, okay. Oh, my neighbor's connected to my guest account or my neighbor who I gave my Wi-Fi address to from the party of, you know, two months ago is now connected to my network. I want to get him off so I can go and reject that device. Or if you have some of the other malicious things going on, that's one good piece to do. And number two, not only just what's on the network, but also it's an inventory of what you have. What's internet capable? Does it really need to be on the internet? Well, maybe we should just not allow it to be on the Wi-Fi if it's the kid's kids uh, Kindle that they use for books only and don't need internet connectivity, don't put it on the internet. Those types of activities come through the home IT. And this is a good time of year to go ahead and do that. Um, and, and you also have insurance purposes, tracking, knowing what you have, knowing values, et cetera, et cetera. Having an inventory, much like within a corporate or within a business, having an inventory for your home devices, internet technical otherwise, is just a good practice. In this case, it ties it to your network to see what's using your network. Um, because each one of those devices, especially when we have gifts coming, we have home speakers, we have everything under the sun, voice enabled, televisions, refrigerators, stoves, what have you. All of those are new now, new attack vectors. And you're going to want to be able to keep better tabs on those going forward because some of those things you're not going to be able to apply patches to in the future or at all, depending on the device. And you're going to, you're going to want to know what's on it and do other things later on. So tis the season for home IT inventory. Security in 5, be aware, be safe. Thanks for listening. This concludes another episode of Security in 5. You can find me on Twitter at Security in 5 or out on Facebook under the Security in 5 Facebook page. Or you can send me a simple email. All my contact information and places to find me are in every show notes of every episode. I love feedback. I love having conversations. If you have any suggestions, corrections, or topics for a future episode, drop me a line. Let me know. I will respond. Security in 5. The more aware you are, the more secure you can be. Be aware, be safe, and always thank you for listening.